JM in the AM Wednesday. Rabbi Ruvain Tarragon is with us live via telephone from Israel. He's, of course, educational director at World Mizrahi. We'll get a word in uh, uh, later on about the uh, Vayichan program. Uh, but right now he speaks to us as dean of the overseas program at Yeshiva Rakotel. And as somebody who's been working with the, all the yeshivas and seminaries of all backgrounds and all affiliations to see if uh, he and they can salvage the 5781 educational season in Israel for overseas students. Rabbi Ruvain Tarragon, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, great to be here, and shakoach to you for everything you do for Israel in general and for students going to Israel and keeping the information flowing to the people in America is very important. Shakoach to you. I appreciate that, and uh, and basically the way, the way things have gone over the last few months, it seems we could start every day with forget what you've heard till now. Here is now the update. So in a way, what you've told us till now might not apply. What is the update as of right now regarding students heading from the U.S., for instance, to Israel for 5781? Overall, it's good news. There's there's one small temporary setback, but the direction is very, very positive. If you remember when we spoke last week, we spoke about how Massa has the ability to grant visas, and they were trying to expand it to cover returning students as well, and Baruch Hashem, that's in place. So anyone who was on Masa last year or is signing up for Masa for next year is covered by them. The issue we spoke about is non-Masa students. Right. And Baruch Hashem, that's heading in the right direction. The small setback this week is that right now the government is not allowing in any students because of the rising numbers here, but that's expected to be temporary. And in Yerat Hashem, we look forward to the gates reopening. The really, really great news and the beautiful, beautiful message I want to share with you, Nachum, is that based on the efforts of a number of people here in Eretz Yisrael, a coalition of yeshivot and seminaries, or yeshivas and seminaries, from across the Hashkafic spectrum, as we say in Israel, wall-to-wall, got together 140 yeshivas and seminaries, all the way from right to left, and went to the government together, represented by a number of people, and the government was blown away by seeing the achdus, and by seeing how many students they are. The coalition represents almost 12,000 students, and the feedback we've been getting has been very positive, that the government is going to try and develop a way for non-Massah students to enter as well. And this is very, very big news. The credit for this goes to Rav Zechariah Greenwald and Rav Nechemia Malinowitz and their shlichim. They've been working together and going to the government and petitioning on behalf of all the schools, from the right wing through the left wing. An unprecedented expression of the achdos of yeshivas and seminaries in Eretz Israel. We don't have official word yet, but what we're hearing back is very positive. And so the good news is that we hope that there'll be a way for all students and all yeshiva and seminary students to get in when the gates reopen, which we hope will be very soon. Wow. Rabbi Rubain Tarragon is with us. So basically everybody out there, officially, as Rabbi Tarragon has told us uh, over the last couple of days, if you are a Massa student under the umbrella of Massa, you can get in because they can grant visas. We'll talk about uh, the, the current exact situation in a second. Um, in addition to that, it looks promising for those who are not under the umbrella of Massa. Today, on July 15th, the update is that the numbers and the, the, the facts in Israel have gotten to a point where basically everybody right now is restricted from coming in, no matter whether you're Massa or not. And Rabbi Tarragon, again, I understand it's generally positive news, but I'm sure some of the students and parents are getting nervous. How long could that last? And I think the answer is we have no idea, right? You said it right. 
but the government is saying that they hope and think it'll be lifted soon. Basically, the country as a whole is heading into more of a closure, and the hope is that that closure will help return things to where they were. And when that happens, then they'll be able to open the gates, hopefully in time, you know, in anticipation of Chodesh Elo, and when people are supposed to arrive. So everyone here is very positive about that happening. And as I explained, there's two issues. One is getting the system set up, and the feedback has been very positive. And the second is waiting for it to be lifted. So everyone should be confident. Again, none of us in the VM, but all of us should be confident that it looks like the near Hashem, and we should continue davening, we'll be able to have all the yeshivas and seminaries up and running with the right health precautions in your Hashem for the upcoming year. And the, uh, and, and the Zman, the Elo Zman, basically begins over the Parsha Shoftim uh, weekend. So there is st- as you just said, there's still time. There's still four or five weeks to see what goes on. Uh, there's still time to, to recover from all this. I would also assume, and I don't know if I'm right about this at all, and I don't even know if you have any insight into this, I would assume that Israel is using the opportunity where they know that in the uh, in the large Orthodox community, um, there are many, many, many fewer gatherings between now and Tisha B'Av because there's no weddings and no major celebrations. Uh, that gives them two, three weeks to really uh, crack down and, and see if they could stem the tide of this. Do you think the calendar has something to do with it? I'm very confident that you're correct, that that's part of what they're thinking, and hopefully, sadly, ironically, the situation we're in now will help solve the issues, you know, through our availus. Maybe we can rein in these situations. So the only- and I'll just get back for, a, yes, for sure. a second to this point. This is the first time that an organization went to the government representing the overseas yeshivas and seminaries. Obviously, the government knows that there are people here, but it's been a silent voice. And now there's a, this coalition that's representing these schools, and the government is getting information and a better understanding of the whole world of the thousands of students who come every year to yeshivas and seminaries in Israel. And that's a very important outgrowth, too, that the government should know about all these students who come and what their needs are and what their interests are. And so from this difficult period, in Yer Tashem, something positive will come out that there'll be a voice for all these thousands of young men and women who learn here every year. So it's an important part of the American community and strengthening the American community. Well, I want to make two larger points. One, one you've already said, that you believe it's not just the numbers politically that got to the government. You think there was also uh, an impressiveness of the unity uh, that that struck them, that struck the officials. They couldn't. I was told that very clearly by a number of people involved in the process. They were blown away by the number of institutions, the number of students, and most importantly, the breadth of seeing Hezbollah yeshivas and let's say the more liberal yeshivas, and all the way through the very, very yeshivish and chassidish yeshivas. The government was blown away to see Achdus, and we learned from here how important and impressive we are when we're together and unified. And the other point I want to make, and I hope this is not lost on people, I hope they get this, um, you know, the, 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 the world has changed. I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about the last 10, 15 years. The world has changed, and now, as much as Israel used to depend on diaspora jury, now diaspora jury much more depends on Israel. And what you just said about how the government of the state of Israel and certain officials, at least it sounded this way to me when you said it, are now beginning to realize just how important Israel is to the education and the growth of diaspora students, of diaspora youth, uh, and that that could, again, reading, reading more into your words, that could influence their decision when they realize that Israel is such a key for Jews around the world. Uh, I think that's a really, really important point, and I hope that that point is going to force Israel in a responsible way to open up even quicker, not only for students, but for all of us.
and I'm sure you get it. Exactly- I, could, I could not say it better than the way you just said it. And I think what's important is to understand how much the YU world and the Lakewood world has been built by the young men and women coming back, driven from their year and years in Eretz Israel. And it's important for the government to realize that it's not just secular Jews who need the state of Israel to inspire them, but I think for Orthodox Jews, also the years in Eretz Israel are such an important part of their lives. And for the government to understand and finally hear from an organization that represents all these people, who have been a silent voice fractured by each one of the yeshiva and seminaries representing them alone, like you're saying, it's a hugely important thing, and I think the government realizes we have to do something about this because it's part of our responsibility to Jews and Judaism around the world. No question about it. Rabbi Tarragon, a word about Vayichan.com. It's Sunday, July 26th at Yeshiva Dakotel has designated as a, a day and a week of Haftalarea HaKamocha, leading up, obviously, until Tisha B'Av. The program that's available Sunday, July 26th, will be available all through that week, of course. Uh, all the information is on Vayichan.com. Give us a word about the roster of people and the type of unity that it's taken and uh, and will take to make this a success. So the truth is, Nachum, the two things we're talking about are very much connected. And many people have told me that what we began with Fayyichan has now translated into yeshivas and seminaries working together. And basically, as you mentioned, an unprecedented gathering of Torah teachers, of chief rabbis, senior Rosh yeshiva psychologists, tour guides. There are over 110 speakers in those hours in Yer Tashem Sunday before Tisha B'Av. There are in each slot six Rosh yeshiva and Rabbanim speaking, two women speakers, educators, uh, a tour, a virtual tour in Israel of a place connected to the Chorban, psychologists teaching us how we can achieve Avat Israel, not just to speak about the importance, but how to get there. David Lichtenstein of podcast fame, interviewing parents and children couples in the spirit of the Heshev Levavos Albanim, really an unprecedented gathering hashkafically of many, many different yeshivas. We just got word that Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky is going to be giving great psicha. Rav Franz from Nair Yisrael, Rav Yisrael Reisman, Rav Bender, the Royu Rashi Yeshivas from Eretz Yisrael, Rav Meilich Bitterman, Rav Ushavayf. Really bringing together chief rabbis, nine chief rabbis this time, the senior Rashi Yeshivas, the popular, well-known speakers and leaders of our community coming together to teach as one, with the message being we can love each other when we learn how to learn from each other. We're one Torah community, even though we're all different. Let's figure out how we can come closer by learning together and from each other. Phenomenal. All the information at Vayichan.com. Rabbi Tarragon, you've made a commitment to us that if there's more news regarding our first topic tomorrow and or Friday, you'll let us know immediately, and I thank you for that. Nachum, thank you for being the voice of bringing this important information to your parents' body and people in America who are concerned, and I'll continue to do my best to help you bring that information updated each day as you need it to your listeners. Much appreciated. Rabbi Ruvain Tarragon, Wednesday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM.